I'm excited to welcome this month's premier sponsor, Remove.bg. It's an AI-powered tool used to remove background lightning fast. The background removal quality is outstanding, and it's also the perfect solution for professionals with high-volume needs. To try it for free, head on over to Remove.bg and use the coupon code PIXEL10 to get 10 free high-res credits. That's PIXEL10 in all caps without spaces. Try it today. Welcome to the Dead Pixel Society podcast, the photo imaging industry's leading news source. Here's your host, Gary Peugeot. The Dead Pixel Society podcast is brought to you by Media Clip, Photo Finale, and Advertech Printing. Hello again and welcome to the Dead Pixel Society podcast. I'm your host, Gary Peugeot. Today we're joined by Michael Buzinski, the president and CMO of Buzzworthy Website Marketing. Hi, Michael. How are you today? I'm doing great. How are you? Great. So, Michael, tell us a little bit about Buzzworthy Website Marketing and what your experience is starting that business. Uh, So, Buzzworthy is a digital marketing firm that works with service-centric businesses, uh, such as the photography industry. And our job is to help people get profitable uh, revenue from their websites. And um, I started it actually, this, this is pretty much the third uh, iteration of my business that I started in 2005, which started actually as a production studio mm-hmm. and then morphed into a create a classic creative agency, kind of like an ad agency, but we did all the creative work in-house as well. Sure. And uh, about three years ago, I broke that into two different companies because I felt we were missing the SMB markets needs mm-hmm. in and just becoming the classic no face, you know, big, big mamma jamma agencies. And so um, I've been building websites and marketing them since 1999. Okay. Um, I have uh, been part of over a thousand website builds, served 1200 brands, the whole nine yards. So you've seen some things from GeoCities on upwards. Oh yeah, I have. <laughs> GeoCities. Wow. You're going back. <laughs> You might have dated yourself. Yeah, I might have, yes. <laughs> you know, marketing websites ain't what it used to be, right? People nope. have, you know, kind of throw up a page and say, hey, I'm a, I have a website I'm marketing, right? I just got a press release from somebody just literally said, we just updated our website, right? That was that was that was the news, right? As if websites should be updated <laughs> all the time. So what are, you have some clients in in the imaging industry. What are some of the digital marketing opportunities and or mistakes you see them making? Well, my clients don't because they work with me, but (laughs) the, what we see, (laughs) I had to do it. I'm sorry. (laughs) But what we do see uh, on a regular is that people ignore their website and the power their website has and the leverage it has on their revenue. Mm-hmm. And it no longer is it the, the land of websites are just online brochures. Mm-hmm. Websites are our uh, an extension of our sales process and the customer journey right. that works you know, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, doesn't take sick leave, doesn't take holidays, doesn't ask for raises, the whole nine yards. Mm-hmm. And we ignore it so badly right. on a regular. Right. Uh, and the, the reason is, is because we feel as business owners, 
that our networks are strong enough to pull us through. People will refer us. We have the arrogance that think that we are on the top of everybody's mind at all times. So, you know, I will come up in every conversation needs to happen in my community, blah, 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 blah. And also the misnomer that you have to compete with national websites for local business. Mm -hmm. And that's where I, 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 I span that gap. I only work with small to medium sized businesses Mm. and most imaging, most imaging companies are going to be classified as a small business. I mean, you could be a multi-million dollar small business. Right. Okay. Um, Until you're getting past like a hundred employees, you're pretty much a small business. Right. So with that said, there's things that don't scale from the enterprise arena that people look at and go, oh, shiny thing over there. Look, that's right. what Apple does. We got to do that for our, our hometown photography business. And it's like, no. I remember when Flash was a big thing, right? Everyone had right, to Flash right. on their and, website, right? Oh, yeah. And now you can't load a website with Flash. Like, it just won't load on an Apple right. computer. And pretty much any any computer nowadays. I mean, it's pretty much out of there. And, and so in the evolution of websites, and we'll get into the technical stuff, I will talk about the fact that how we use our websites to tell our story is so important because 68% of consumers start their customer journey with a search query Mm -hmm. and those search queries connect to our websites. So even if you are lucky enough to been around long enough to where you're number one for all the keywords for your industry Mm -hmm. or you're part of the industry, you're still have to convert that visitor to a potential client. And if you're not telling your story correctly, you're bleeding literally money out of your website to your competitors. Because if they don't find uh, trust and likability of your company, they're going to go to the next one until they do. Because that's who we do business with, people we like and trust. Do you think like local companies may believe since they're in a local community, they have an advantage. So they do neglect their website. Yeah, they do. And the problem is this Google wants to give the local business the juice, Mm -hmm. but if you don't put a glass out there, they can't fill it. Right. And so when you don't have a Google, my business page, that's optimized and, and all the things that go on with that, even if you just have a one page website is better than having a derelict 10 page website with a bunch of pictures on it. Right. The pictures that's where photographers specifically get uh, all wrapped up. Like I need to have a lot of imagery to show what I can do. Sure. And a gallery is good to a point, but people aren't looking past probably 10 or 15 images to decide whether you are the style they're looking for or not. Right. And where I see, uh, so there, I do have one photographer I've been working with for about 15 years and we've worked with him in three different business entities in the image image industry. And his first one was portrait photography and he did portrait photography, wildlife photography, event photography, you name it, he did it. Right. And so his website was all over the place. And I feel that the image industry is now going, is forcing people to be experts at one thing and do it super well. And then within that niche, they need to have a style that is theirs, that is signature, that is something that the people can't do with their phones and is different than their competitors around them. Right. So what were the other two entities that this photographer? So then he, in? then he created a, so then we got him into um, wildlife photography. And so he had a gallery and he did uh, Northern Lights was his main thing, mm-hmm. but uh, wildlife photography and national parks. Okay. And then he started make, doing classes and he got certified with like Nikon and stuff like that. 
And then he just bought a wilderness uh, safari or like a photo safari. It's called Alaska Photo Treks. Okay. Um, and so now he does that about as he does that more than he does his wildlife photography. Like he has his gallery and he does gorgeous prints. Mm. Um, I actually bought a few and he's been commissioned by the state for their 50th anniversary mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So like he's, he's established, but him, like most wildlife photographers have to hustle and hustle and hustle and always be selling a product where, you know, the, the, the photo safari is ripe. We are in an experiential uh, economy right now. Mm -hmm. People buy experiences more so than they do physical things. Right. Right. We've become this utilitarian experiential beings mm -hmm. right now is, is really hot. So going on vacation and taking pictures while you're on vacation is great. But going on a vacation and then going on a photo safari with it. Like I, I went down to South Africa just to go on a photo safari. So I went all the way around the world, halfway around the world, just to take pictures of elephants and giraffes and all that good and stuff. And the interesting thing there, there is, is as the, as the hardware is becoming mm -hmm. more commoditized, right? Um, right. You know, is there really, for 95% for, for of the people, there is no practical difference between a Nikon or a Canon or mm -hmm. a Pentax or an Olympus mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. it's, it'll, mm -hmm. it'll all take, for 95% of the people, great pictures and 98 percent. i would say there's well, only two percent of people some, actually but anyway <laughs> figure that out but but, yeah. <laughs> but but the point is is for somebody to different differentiate why you have to have that camera and experience is the way to do that and even being able to take any camera and showing people the basics of photography is a huge deal mm -hmm. like if you can teach people i mean that's what instagram like a lot of photographers on Instagram, that's what they do. They teach people how to be better photographers. Mm -hmm. And in the hope that when they have an event, that they'll be the one that's called because they're the one that taught them how to do the photography they like to look at. So is there something here? Here's the question, right? There, there's a couple of questions there. One is not everyone is suited to do that. Not everyone no. is has is called to be a teacher, if you will, or right. or a demonstrator. So you've got mm -hmm. that issue to deal with. And also, how much of that do you have to do before you actually start that starts translating into sales? Because it's a it sounds to me like it's a constant stream. You you can't just Almost. drop the the Instagram video and then wait for the phone call. To... No, no. Um, I, I tell you, uh, there is a who who was it? it might have been Gary V. Mm -hmm. which I don't quote him very often, but he did talk about content marketing a couple of years ago. And he says, it's like, you're going to do it for a year and nobody's going to care. Right. Nobody's going to care. Right. Nobody's going to notice. Nobody's going to engage. It's, it's there. And you know what? The, this is the crazy thing. I love teaching. And for last year, I was on a blog kick. I made it eight months. Mm -hmm. And I was like, and it was, there were short blogs. They were social media blogs sure. and um, in my industry. And I got tired of it. And I'm like, I need to be able to deliver it in a way that is not, exhausting to me and gets the same message out there right. where people are going to consume it. And so really anybody who's forcing themselves into something like that needs to stop right away because you'll never get enjoyment out of it. If you don't enjoy it right off the bat, period, end of story. And right? your audience is going to um, realize that. I mean, everyone oh yeah, knows it's, it's going to be doesn't enjoy doing something. Yeah. 
you'll do it. You'll do it just good enough. It'll be just good enough. And just good enough doesn't matter anymore because there's a thousand other people looking for those same views. But at a local level, your, your social media is really a conversion tool. Right. You should be using it to build your community that you already have. Right. And then work the inbound marketing through the, you know, the search engines and whatnot, and then maybe some outbound marketing to augment that. Right. right. But you, all of it comes down to your website. If your website does not talk to your target, your most profitable audience, then you're losing money and opportunity costs and all, all the things because without it, you're not, you're just not going to convert. Like people are going to come to the website. They're not going to get it. They're going to get confused and they're going to run away. Mm -hmm. They want to see something that they can latch onto. So what do you say to people who say, why do I need a website? I've got an app. You have an app. Yeah. An app, an app. So you have something that sits on, and how do you get your app out there? How do people know that you even have an app? There are some people who say an app is a solution to the customer engagement because it's sitting on their people's phone and you can send them notifications and whatnot, but you've got- That's great once you have the client, but they're not going to download an app unless it's doing something for them. Right. 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 So if you're an event photographer, what does the app do until you book, they book you? Right. Right. Boom, 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 done, done, done. Right. I think that people get lazy in that they think that there is one thing that's going to change their marketing right. and it's an ecosystem. It's just like the web, the rest of your business, right? right? It's its own business in itself right. is in marketing, right? You have to have your social media uh, presence, but you don't have to kill yourself doing it. You have to have inbound marketing. Don't kill yourself doing it, but you got to have it, mm -hmm. right? You got to have the things that bring people in and keep them engaged. And if you don't, if you miss out on engagement, you're going to go broke trying to, you know, hoping that your website's going to make you money. Now you keep mentioning the word engagement, but again, I keep coming back to the standpoint that a lot of people who've gotten into the photo industry, got into it, not necessarily to engage with people, but because they <laughs> like either making pictures or they like the technical right. side, or they like printing sure. or something right. like that, that engaging with people was probably not their, the first thing they do. Now I know, I mean, we have people in the camera side of the business who are great. I mean, they're there. Mm -hmm. They, every time a new camera comes in, they do a unboxing oh, yeah. and the they do that stuff and, yep. they, and they, and they, it's a killer for them. It works. Right. Not everyone is like that. So mm -hmm. how do you manage that? Do you just say, okay, I'm not going to do it or I'm going to do it mm -hmm. badly or I got to find no. someone else to do it. Maybe I find a cut. I mean, I've even heard of people finding customers come mm -hmm. in and be their people because mm -hmm. they're mm -hmm. so bad at it. If you don't do anything badly, right? Like do you do everything that you can do hundred percent? If you don't know how to do that, get somebody else who will do it for you. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now don't hire somebody who's going to create followers on social media. Mm -hmm. That's not going to that, that traffic itself is one seventh as likely to do business with you than people with intent mm -hmm. and people with intent use the search engines to do it, mm -hmm. to find you. Okay. 68% of all uh, transactions start with a search query. Mm -hmm. So two thirds of the people in the United States mm -hmm. start with a, Hey Google, Hey Siri, Hey Apple, or not Hey Apple, a uh, Safari search, Bing, mm -hmm. Yahoo, all of those, right? Two thirds of all of people will start there. Mm -hmm. Okay. Even if they don't start there, guess what? They go back there to find out your reputation mm -hmm. to find your website and see what you you offer before they call you they're going to go they're going to use the map to find out where your location's at all of the things go through there 14% of all 
uh, intent traffic and websites or and search engines end up being customers versus two percent of social media tra- organic social media traffic. Okay, but but so, but, but wait. You gotta have all the you gotta have all the gram, man. You gotta have all those followers. You know, you gotta have that. No, you don't because people are it, it, they're coming there for information. That'd be great, but you, you're looking for customers, mm-hmm. and customers are not hanging out on your Instagram for six months before they come and buy from you. They're coming to your website to find out if you're likable and trustable. Mm-hmm. They just want to know that you know what you're doing. So when we do search engine optimization for people who are not very social, we actually u- utilize one of our social media management tools that just gives a trickle of things enough to be active for somebody coming in right. and give the SEO triggers to Google to say, oh, by the way, they are active on social media. They're, they are likable. Right. And so both of those things are very low cost comparative to somebody diving all the way into a social media campaign that's not really going to pay dividends. Because, I mean, I think that's one of the things people look at when they see marketing, right? I mean, it was like you said, you know, they see the shiny and they run towards the shiny and they, and, but it doesn't really enhance their business any. Right. Right. And that's the point is that you need to have everything that's pointed outward to enhance what you do. Mm-hmm. Tell the story clearly, concisely, and to the people you want to do business with. Don't try to be everything to everybody. Right. Be somebody to someone. Right. Find out what that profitable um, relationship looks like and talk to that. It's either their dreams or their pains that you're going to connect mm-hmm. with. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. So if you solve problems, then identify the problem and show how you solve it. If you aspire dreams, then you show what the dream looks like and how you can get them to that dream. You know, it was interesting because during COVID, I think a lot of photo companies kind of woke up to that. You know, for example, I know some retailers who, because of COVID, schools were shut down, right? So Mm -hmm. so high school graduates had a very terrible high school graduation experience. So a lot of them got into, uh, because high school graduates want to be recognized, they got into making lawn signs. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. they, they were addressing that customer's pain, if you will. Right. And they yeah. need to be recognized with a very right. profitable product. Yeah. And your stalkers had really easy targets now. They know where <laughs> well, all the there's always, there, there's girls always. are. <laughs> we know. We're staying on the positive no, side. No, we, we, we joke about it. It's funny. No, my whole, so I live like right down the street from a, a Catholic uh, a church that's been around since like 1913. And they are a renowned uh, Catholic school. And so people move to this neighborhood to raise their kids so they can go to that school. Right. And so they all have the blessed sacrament signs, all the senior, 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 you know, where they're all at. So, you know, which houses are going to go up for sale pretty soon when they empty nest. (laughs) But, you know, I was in another community recently where they actually put the high school graduates pictures on all the street lamp banners. Oh, Oh wow! Okay, you know, but I'm just okay. saying that's right. that's great yeah, for the, the industry, right? There, so they had to take that yeah. picture, and yeah. they had to, you know, pay Print for that the banner, banner, and it was and a way to install it. Because again, it was with the community <laughs> recognize these kids who were who didn't have that opportunity right. recognized in person. Now, what's going right. to happen is that's not going away. They're going to have to do no. that every year. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So they created a new demand. They, they, they created a new niche, and that's awesome. I think that's great, yeah. and I think that that's the really the key here. As we digitize the image industry and be in, in a lot of the things that we have grown up with become commoditized, 
for us old timers, mm-hmm. um, we have to get more and more creative and we have to create the demand where we can. But that means that we have to stay engaged. We have to be watching how people are utilizing images in their lives mm-hmm. and identify the new ways that you can enhance that experience. Cause I'm going to go back to it. It's all experiential. You don't have to be a photo safari person to make money or to create an experience with images. Mm-hmm. Right. You just got to find a new way to doing it. Right. Because right. really, if you think about it, Instagram is a way of experiential image enjoyment. Sure. Right. So, I mean, they, they fill the need and now it's there, um, you know, but video is, is, is definitely the, the next phase and sure. still photography has its, it's uh, it has its work cut out for it. Sure. If we're going to be monetizing still photography for the, the years to come beyond just family portraiture and the 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 uh, with those sticky tiles that they sell now, yeah. um, you know, mixed tiles and and those types of, yeah. of uh, products will come and go, right? Right. Um, so that means that we as small business owners have to find ways to engage our local community and find out how we can enhance the images in their lives, just like you talked about making banners or whatever it looks like. You know, um, I think that's that's our challenge. Mm-hmm. So if people wanted to learn more about your company and what you're doing, where can they go? I'm sure you have a website. <laughs> I happen to have one of those. It's called buzzworthy.biz. That's with two Z's, B-U-Z-Z-W-O-R-T-H-Y.B-I-Z. Mm-hmm. And that has everything uh, from our do-it-yourself services all the way up to our concierge done for you. Um, my whole point in marketing is keep it simple make it profitable. Um, if we can do those two things, everybody wins. And people can connect with you on LinkedIn, I'm sure, correct? Well, 100% LinkedIn. Uh, Instagram is uh, Buzzworthy Marketing. And everywhere else, it's you are Buzzworthy for the company page. Well, great, Michael. It's great to have you. And I look forward to talking to you again sometime and have a great 2022. Thank you so much. You have a great time. Thank you for listening to the Dead Pixel Society podcast. Read more great stories and sign up for the newsletter at www.thedeadpixelssociety.com.